Welcome to C-Suite Radio. It's time for another edition of The Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me! Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, it felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. Today we are chatting with comedian Ahmed Akadri about a special, not special, special, which will be premiering on YouTube here very soon, but also travels the country performing in clubs and colleges all over. Uh, he's a funny guy and I'm excited to chat with him. Uh, thanks for your time. It's great to meet you, man, and hang out today. Thank you, Brett. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Yes, special, not special comes out February 24th on YouTube, my own YouTube channel. It's something that I shot and produced myself. Uh, the reason why it's called Special Not Special because like we're in this day and age where you got to have content, man. You got to have content, content. And there's only so much crowd work clips that I want to do. So I, it's either two situations. You either write more, write more comedy jokes or just, you know, do crowd work. But then if you do crowd work, you'll get the audience that just wants crowd work. So... I now, uh, so now I've just been working on this hour of material that I've been like kind of proud of. I cut it down to like 45 minutes and then I put it out there. I call it special, not special because I, at first I want to call it live in DC, but then because I was like, it's not really a special. So it's just like a set in DC. And then friends were like, no, but it's a special. And I was like, yeah, but it's like not really a special. So I call it special, not special. <laughs> okay. Uh, it just proves how indecisive I am with everything. So I just call it special, not special. But uh, it basically just answers the question, who is Ahmed Okadri? I talk about my background as a Yemeni-American comedian or just a Yemeni-American growing up in Texas, stuff like that. Yeah, well, I will say, I mean, to be able to put together 45 minutes an hour, that's a lot of work. How long has that been in the making for you to feel comfortable enough to put a special together? Because it really is. I mean, I want to talk to you about the crowd work comment because I have questions about that because that, that's kind of the thing now, but I don't want to get too far ahead. So I do want to ask you, though, again, like, how did you get to a place or when did you get to a place where you were comfortable to put this 45 minutes together? Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I fortunately I've always been writing as much as I can. I try to write as many jokes as possible. Even when I have tried and true jokes, I still have been writing more material that I try to find that gold. Um, Gary Goldman in 2019, when Gary Goldman, um, very great comedian. He decided to tweet every day about advice, about com comedic advice. Mm. And and that's kind of like what got me into the habit of writing at least. Uh, at first, it was three jokes a week. Now I try to write six jokes a week. So I write three. I Actually, funny enough, Tuesday. So Tuesdays and Saturdays, I like will write three jokes and I submit it. I text it to my friends who I used to do improv comedy with. So it helps me stay accountable. So that gets me in the habit. And 
I, I'd say I developed in this hour faster than most. I've only been doing comedy for a little over seven years. I started in November of 2016. So yeah, a little over seven years now. Um, I went full, like I did my first hour, like I performed like an hour of comedy back in November of 2021. I wanted to see if I did have an hour and it was like a strong 45 of all the material I wrote written. And then I quit my job March 4th of 2022. Since then I was just like headlining and doing as many hours as I can. I was getting comfortable performing a full hour of standup and to a point where I was working out this material that I've been working on for so long. And I, it got to a point where I had this material that I know did really well, but I also wanted to work on newer material. And I didn't want to get comfortable with the material that I know does really well. Mm. And I didn't want to just start doing new material and let that go to waste. So that's hence why I decided to like put it all out. And it was, a, it's a strong, like, I mean, I cut some of the jokes out just so I can make, you know, because especially in this day and age, people's attention spans are very uh, limited. Yeah. So I cut it down to like, I tried, I think I cut it to like 45 minutes, 40, it's like 45, 48 minutes. It's still an hour long to some people like, uh, but it's more to put these jokes out there and also turn it into short form content for like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, stuff like that. But yeah, to answer your question, it took me, I mean, I want to just say seven years in the making. I just want to say that like, yeah, that's, no, that's a fair assessment for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a combination of like, you know, me becoming a better comedian, getting comfortable on stage, learning my voice. Like I'm, you know, I think every standup is still discovering their voice always. Um, they're not always like they're always like that's what I love about Bill Burr so much because every special he comes out, he's always risking something or trying something new. Uh, you know, yeah, no, 100 percent. Have you played the fort here in Colorado? Have you done the comedy fort and all of that? Yeah, that's a good I'm, play. No, I'm glad that you mentioned. Are you in Fort Collins? I'm in Loveland, so I'm close. Okay, well, I'm glad you mentioned that. So I'm actually going to be featuring this weekend at Comedy Fort. <laughs> okay. We should meet up. I, I won't be able yeah. to come to the show, but I we could hook up for coffee or something on a Saturday or to. Sunday. Yeah. How long are you going to be in town for? I land Thursday. I land Thursday. I'll be doing Comedy Underground. And then I been wanting that's the thing i've been wanting to do comedy for it for so long and i heard great things about it and my friend akeem woods is headlining there oh yeah yeah friday and saturday guy. great guy and i i was like he hit me up he was like you want to uh, you want to feature i was like hell yeah so my goal is to like do really well there and then <laughs> you know get their get their email so i could hopefully headline there uh i still don't have an agent or a manager i do everything myself so and that just goes along with like the beauty of social media now where you just build your own audience, you create your own thing. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and and that's how you could just uh, build your own uh, road or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm actually really excited to perform at the Comedy Fort this weekend. I've heard like everyone has been saying, oh, you're going it's to the, the best place. Jeff Albright and those guys. It, it's just it's a cool place to perform. I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm excited too, and I'm excited to be featuring there, doing a bunch of, uh, like doing a bunch of shows. I'm gonna be doing a lot of newer stuff too, newer material, 
And then hopefully I'll get their email so I could headline there in the fall or winter. I would love to. Like, that's like my goal. Um, yeah, like I've heard great things. And and that's what I'm excited about Lao. Uh, now that I'm like releasing it literally the next week. And and now I I'm 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 excited for doing newer material because I've been I've been failing again in a way. But like it's weird because now that I'm a more experienced comedian, it's not like when I was a newer comic and I would fail, like I would bomb and it would be like an intense bomb. Now I gracefully fail. Does that make sense? <laughs> it does. Yeah, I get it. Not being a comedian, but having spoke to a lot of comedians and understanding your processes and how it all works. I, I totally get it. But I think that's what makes you good is the fact that you're willing to take a risk, right? Exactly. I mean, that's the only way for you to grow. One of the best analogies I could think of like that when a lobster uh, takes, I knew this analogy before Jordan Peterson brought this up. So anyways, <laughs> but it's when a lobster, like when a lobster grows into a stronger shell, it goes through this excruciating process where it, it removes its own self from the current shell he's in. And then he has to go into hiding and then he has to like form a new shell. So that's what uh, and that's how the lobster gets stronger and bigger, blah, 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 blah. So, and that's how I feel. Like now that I, I put my, I'm putting this hour out there. Now I'm getting on stage and I'm like working on new, newer material, but it's like, it's more current. It's more honest. It's more like, you know, it's slower paced too, because my old material, I'm like punchy, 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 like punch, punch, punch like going for the laughs as much as I can. But now like with this newer material, I'm more, I'm more okay with silence because I know the punchline is going to be even bigger at the end. Yeah, no, I think that's really good. I, I think having that pacing and timing and economy of words and really just crafting the set, I think is what is great. You said something interesting about the comedy uh, crowd work clips. There seems to be a boom these days. Uh, Gianmarco Ceresi had a lot to say about that. It's interesting <laughs> Um, how this world, uh, Brittany Brave, Liz Mealy, like everybody has a lot to say about the crowd work comedy. Boom. Let's talk about that. Have you experienced that where people expect that from you or what's the scoop on your opinion with that? I think, uh, by the way, I laughed when you said Gian, John Marco, Gian Marco, because I literally just did a podcast with him last week. Yeah, he's Very, a good guy. He's such a funny guy. And and he does like not just him. He I'm sure he admits it. Like he has some crowd work too. Like he just did like I, I saw his latest clip where, you know, he's trying to do jokes. What well, but it was more of a heckling video. But it was some lady, a really drunk woman was just like yelling at him. And he's like, Okay, okay. And then like security came and this is while he was talking to her and like she goes you called security on me and that's when he lost it he was like he's like bitch you were looking at me the whole time what you think i pressed the button like to call like it was just so funny to me but like um i've had some i i mean I've, i'll post some like heckling videos like I've, i have a lot of heckle but now like with the audience they don't whether it's a crowd work or a heckle they don't know the difference um i think like this is my this is my like critique of it where crowd work is like this branch of stand up now. Right. Yeah. Like you have this umbrella of comedy. You have you have the umbrella of comedy, right? So you have stand up, which is just joke writing, personal experience, blah blah, blah improv and sketch. 
And now you have this new branch under stand-up. You have roasting, where you look at the crowd and you just roast the crowd. And then you have, uh, what's it called? And then you have crowd work. And it is a, a like it is under the umbrella of stand-up comedy, but it's still not fully stand-up. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I get it. Right. And because at the end of the day, it's like stand-up is all about... Um, Stand-up is all about, like, learning your personal experience and, like, having a good joke about it and really... Like, that's the beauty or that's the art form of stand-up to what a lot of people know. While crowd work is more, like... It's not... It's not as, like, well... Like, you're getting laughs, but it's not as, like, well... It's not like you didn't work as hard as you wanted to to get that laugh. Does that make sense? It does. Like in Date Jackson, it's kind of like you're going to get roasted. That's what you can expect. Or like, you know, a Sarah Tiana or Anthony Jelznik, like there's going to be roasting involved. But no, I there is definitely a delineation between just traditional crowd work and roasting and then the heckle. But sometimes they all wind up marrying each other. And then it's just like it makes for really good entertainment, you know, which I think is really fascinating. Mm -hmm. And a great comedian knows how to do it all. I mean, even even me, like I when I get on stage, uh, like now I'm changing it up with my hour where and I don't do crowd work because like it is good content. Don't get me wrong. Right. But like it's I don't want crowd work to take away from the true art form, which is like good joke writing, stand up comedy, because that is longevity. Right. Because I believe I believe that this is a phase crowd work like now it's so if you do if you go to a live show and if you just do crowd work for a whole hour, most people to a certain extent, everyone's just like, all right, let's hear your jokes now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, tell us something. Um, there's lots of people, audience members who are against it because it's like, I didn't pay all this money to hear this, hear what this person has to do for a living, you know? Um, and then there's some people who just love crowd work and genuinely just love, I mean, listen, different shows for different folks. I personally, to try to like make ev everybody happy <laughs> and, and try to like, try to. I guess like try to let the audience know that I can do it all because Sam uh, and I and I'm learning this because Sam Morell was one of my favorite comedians. Sam Morell would like do crowd work as well. And he'll post some crowd work clips or he would ask the audience like a topic that he should talk about and then he'll write jokes. He'll not write, but he'll do jokes about it or improvise. Um. So now I start my hour with I get up. I will like talk about the room I'm in. I'll talk about the city that I'm in. I like last I was headlining in Minneapolis, so I try to write as many jokes as I can about Minneapolis. And then I I will like not roast the crowd, but I'll 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 pick on the crowd a little bit if they're louder than usual. You know what I mean? Like if they heckle, then I'll pick on them. But usually sure. you know, and I'm not like roasting them heavy. I'm just like, oh, you look like this. I, I make fun of their outfit. I try to make fun of something that they could change in five minutes. Does that make sense? It does. Like, I'm not going to make fun of their deformity <laughs> unless unless they're like drunk heckling and they're attacking me. Then gloves are off. I'm I'm going <laughs> yes. as hard as I can. You know, like the the meanest thing I said to a heckler, I said, uh, 
Do you like heckling comedy shows because it's a way for you to get attention without having any talent? And yeah, that was like the meanest. That was it wasn't even funny. I like dug into it and they she was obviously super drunk and she like was froze. She froze and everyone was clapping because they were sick and tired of her being annoying. And then she all she goes, she goes, that's not fair. I go, it is fair. You're you keep ignoring or uh, interrupting, but um, so I'll do like a little bit of riffing up top. I do my hour. And then if I have time, then I'll do like some crowd work here and there. I love it. That's very cool. So when you broke into comedy and started doing this, what did your family think about this massive career change or were they in support of it? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, so my dad died. I talked about it uh, uh, recently, but like my dad died of COVID two years ago, but he before like at his funeral people were coming up to me and they were like oh you're ahmed you're the you're the comedian son and i was like yeah and they go yeah at during your uh, my dad was in a lot of charity organizations he was like oh during the board meetings your dad would play your youtube videos i had one at the time i had one youtube clip that was five minutes long and it was okay it was fine but uh it's still up it's like march of 2020 so it was like right before the pandemic and I have that up on YouTube, but my dad would show that video to a lot of his friends and like knowing my dad and he was what his friends would tell me. They were like, oh, while he was watching, he's smiling from ear to ear, like very proud. Then I know my dad, he was probably smiling and stuff, but he was probably like looking at my joke. And after every punchline, he was probably looking at his friends like, did you <laughs> like it? Do you think it's funny? You know, um, my mom, my mom now, she's just. I mean, she's, you know, she tolerates it. <laughs> I love it. They're not, and, and my mom is not even like, she's never even been to a movie theater. My mom is just extremely introverted. Sure. And like, or or she just doesn't care. She, she lives her own life. That's what I love about her. It's kind of endearing. It's like, she does her own thing. I mean, there's a few moments where she follows me on Instagram. So there's a few moments where she, uh, she would like screenshot a video, like screenshot the video, not send it to me. Or she would screenshot the video and then send it, text it to me. And then she would send me like a three minute voice message. Like, I don't like this joke. Like, she'd be like this. Ahmed, why are you cursing? Anna, when I hear curse words, it's so ew, ugly. Why <laughs> you say the F word? Well, the B word, no need. <laughs> she just, she doesn't like uh, curse words. So, uh, but I can't fucking stop cussing. <laughs> I love it. Well, this is so cool, man. Um, so remind us and our listeners and viewers when the special releases on your YouTube channel. Uh, it comes out February 24th. It comes out February 24th. Uh, and it's on YouTube, special, not special. You could follow me on Instagram at Ahmed Loves Bread, A-H-M-E-D Loves Bread. And, of course, you're featuring at, well, you're headlining. That's right. The Underground on Thursday, and then you're featuring at the Comedy Fort Friday and Saturday. Yes. Very cool. I think for Comedy Underground, I'm only, I don't think I'm headlining that one. I'm okay. just featuring. Yeah, but that we're one. just putting it out there in case whoever <laughs> might. <laughs> 
Just in case, yeah. But if you are, yeah, if you're around Denver, Fort Collins, or Loveland area, definitely come say hi. When is this podcast coming out? It'll come out later today, tomorrow. So perfect. TikTok clips and everything will come out later today, and then we'll release the audio tomorrow, most likely, in the YouTube. So, um, but very cool. Congratulations. It's been fun getting to know you. Break a leg this weekend, man, and I'm excited to uh, see what's next. If people want to connect with you on your website, it's the same, yes? Yes, yes. AhmedLovesBread.com. And also, uh, uh, Brett, when you can, shoot me a message, and we could uh, grab coffee when I'm in town. Absolutely. Thank you so much, my friend. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great one. You too. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care.